Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Yeah, we want them to learn to teach themselves, but that one without our presence. Welcome back to the Homeschooling Made Easy podcast. We are your hosts. Dr. Fred Ray Libran is the creator of the independent homeschool website, courses, and YouTube channel. My name is Karen, and I am a current homeschooling mom of six children with a homeschooling YouTube channel called Our House. Welcome. If you would like to submit your questions to be featured on a future show, please email them to homeschoolingpodcast at gmail.com. All right, so we have a question here submitted from a parent. And the question goes, if using a self-taught curriculum like RC, why would a parent need to be in the home if the child is able to read and write and knows the basic expectations of a day's work? Is there an age level of maturity in which the parent's presence is less critical? Looking to advise a situation where a parent is considering leaving a 10-year-old boy alone for six to eight hours a day with the expectation that he will complete his studies in that time. The single parent's thinking is that the curriculum is self-taught and this decision would be in line with that objective. How would you advise this parent or any parent considering a job outside the home while a child homeschools? My thought is that self-taught is a desired outcome and does not imply unsupervised. So this is such a great question. I don't think we've ever talked about it on the show. Dr. Libran, what are your thoughts? Well, there is a lot to unpack there. Um, self-taught. Um, self-taught certainly does not uh, carry with it the idea of being abandoned or alone. Yeah, they said somebody's are an age or maturity level. You know, age isn't necessarily connected to maturity, right? right. Uh, so there can be a maturity level. I could imagine us with Brooks having left him uh, alone, and we probably did when he's a senior, you know, when he's proved he's diligent, hardworking, gets it done, et cetera. But, you know, leaving a, um, was it 10-year-old? 10-year-old mm -hmm. boy. I don't think we left any 10-year-olds alone anyway, you know, because let's pretend this individual's diligent and hardworking. Well, how long is school going to take? Hours, and they would be leaving him alone for six to eight hours a day. Right, and it'd take him five hours to get the work done, mm -hmm. three unsupervised. But can you imagine what he'd like to be a 10-year-old boy abandoned at home? doing your schoolwork. It sounds scary to me. Like there, yeah, even if just, they act tough about it, it's still a long time. Sure. It's just, it's not the sort of thing you'd really genuinely consider doing. I guess I get the logic of it. Hey, if they're self-taught, the problem is they don't start out that way. <laughs> We're right. getting them to where they can teach themselves. They don't start out that way. They don't start self-taught. You're growing a skill in them so they can learn how to learn. 
Right. So with that understanding, you know, what we what we believed is, yeah, we want them to learn to teach themselves, but that wasn't without our presence because we provided some accountability. We provided some feedback. Uh, we uh, modeled, you know, we were reading too around them. We were working too. We were getting things done. And so uh, on balance, we're looking at a, a, a program that, that considers really, uh, let's call it homeschooling. You know, that description isn't anything about the home. That's just not group schooling or something like that. The home, I mean, you and I both, I think, understand that what we're trying to do, yeah, the academic part of homeschooling is just a piece, but there's the character, uh, the disposition, the attitudes in the family, how we resolve conflicts. There's all kinds of education going on in this interaction game, not just the academics. So if I looked at a mom that, let's say a single mom, and I, I don't want to minimize that difficulty, um, is looking at, well, if I could do a curriculum, plug and play, leave the kid, and uh, he gets it all done, come home, you know, I'm not, he's not in public school, and he's uh, doing his work, you know, maybe in some magical world that would be dandy, but I think you're far better off either finding another homeschool family if you have to work, you know, if this is the nature of the game, maybe there's a place he can go. We took... Um, uh, feral children and, you know, from, from different circumstances you know sometimes people were traveling or sometimes they'd have a crisis or sometimes they just ask us to tweak their child um, you know so they would they would be in our little world until they uh, figured it out that that all it just strikes me as uh, those options are okay but even um, uh, some kind of group schooling or maybe even public schooling, if you just simply need to abandon your child and want to call it schooling, I don't think that's something long-term you're going to be happy about. Even if your child can pull it off, it's going to be a pretty rare exception. Most kids, you know, most kids are not going to do it. It's just like if you leave kids to figure out their diets, it's going to be ice cream and Candy, yeah, candy, candy cereal. If yeah. they were qualified to fully lead themselves young, then they wouldn't need parents, you know? And so there's a reason we're in the game, you know, that we've at least done enough dumb things in our life to know what to avoid. You know, there's a little wisdom, hopefully, in uh, why the parents get to be the parents. And we can see this. I, I see it with homes that decide their kids are as smart as the parents and they treat the kids that way, and the kids turn out to be, I don't know, not all of them, but I've seen some that I would put in a category of, to frame it nicely, something like um, egotistical, narcissistic hellions. How's that? Let's take a little pause from the show and talk about one of our sponsors, independenthomeschool.com. Independenthomeschool.com is a one-stop shop for homeschoolers created by Dr. Fred Lybrand. There you can find more information on his very popular courses such as the writing course, mastering emotions, mastering reading comprehension, and the ultimate how to homeschool in 30 minutes a day system. As a longtime member and having gone through all the courses myself, I can tell you that this is 
truly priceless when it comes to your home life and creating sustainable homeschooling. For more information, make sure that you click on the link in the show notes. And now let's get back to the show. <laughs> Very descriptive. Yes. Something like that. It's not a technical term. What what um what were your thoughts? I mean, you as a mom, your your orientation, you know, at least between us, I, I know you have kids and you're focused on that. So there's a nurture thing that gets things done. I'm I'm sort of a little bit removed, so I'm I'm very right. interested in just getting things done. But I'm wondering when you read that kind of thing, what goes on the on the nurturing side of your heart? Right, it it doesn't sit well. I mean. We didn't start leaving kids home alone until teenagers, you know, uh, and then we have two oldest, you know, 13 and 14. And yes, after years and years of training, right, they're able to hold down the fort, but never more than an hour or two. That, that's a really, really long time. I know it, it stresses kids out, even if they don't say it and they act tough and they can handle it. It's still a long time to be alone. I know we... Uh, my brother and I were left alone at a really young age, maybe like right around 11, 12, I would have to pick up my brother from school, walk home and be, we'd be there for the afternoon. So my mom got home and it is, it, you feel the weight, right? You just feel the weight of being responsible for yourself, responsible for somebody else. And then when the parent comes home, finally, you, you feel that relief. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's good to, I understand wanting to get kids independent you know, and giving them responsibility, maybe leaving them alone for little short periods of time, but that's too young. That's a long, a long period of time. And yes, I can, you know, go out to the store, go take a kid to swimming classes five minutes down the road. And yes, all the kids do complete all their schoolwork, you know, from 14 down to seven. I'm totally confident and we've been doing RC and it's great. That is great that they will just do all their work by themselves. But, you know, we've got older kids, they sure. share that little weight and it's not for that long. So it. Yeah. And, and we don't, you know, you're stressing something. We don't want to minimize or underplay the importance of everybody figuring out their own thing, you know, yes. so it don't want your family to tell my family how to do it. But by the same token, we're all still trying to operate inside of a game of, well, let me just tell you how to do it. So there are three levels. The high level is a script. Um, and, and a script is you just have a fill-in-the-blank system. Uh, in curriculum world, it's like fill-in-the-blank curricula, you know, that it's a mm-hmm. script and it's all done for you and you fill it in and do it. The next level is modeling. And so you have a model. Um, that of how you may want to run your school or do things so it's a it's a little broader and can be applied in some different contexts but it it may vary trying to take a texas model and apply it in uh you know oregon you know might be tricky under at the very base of this kind of pyramid is where you really want to be and that's principles and what you're looking for is principles can be applied across the board that's where wisdom happens so copying models, I'm not saying it's bad and using a script, I'm not saying that's bad, but I'm saying figuring out principles is way better. That's what I would say. And so when you think this way, we, we think about in principle, what are we doing with the kids? Well, we want to transition them to that responsibility. 
experience of being responsible for your little brother and whatever, those are good. And the relief is kind of good because I hold their home and you did your thing and you learned something and it all worked out. Jody, um, so we're going back um, uh, 50 years ago in Montgomery, Alabama. She started babysitting like during the day mm -hmm. for people in the neighborhood at the age of 11, not before 11. Wow. But she was, you know, she was the Mature, neighborhood yeah. responsible girl, that kind of thing. <laughs> and, and, you know, you're getting, I mean, you're getting in an age back then, you know how to call a phone number, you know, there's some things you might know. Uh, you get a little bit older and depending on what you're leaving f them for, leaving kids overnight for several nights with somebody, you need uh, a sure enough adult, don't you? But running to the store for a quick errand or something like that is a different conversation too. But when we're talking about schooling, I and mean, there's a babysitting thing, we're talking about school, and I would say on the principal level, one of the things that you want to get into your soul, not you, but you mm -hmm. and me and everybody listening, is the golden rule. And so learning to understand about, you know, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. That love your neighbor as yourself. You know, how would you want to be treated? How would you want to function? You can start making sense of things pretty quickly. You know, would you really want to be spoiled as a kid and just deferred to and allowed to misbehave and create fits? And the hope is no, because eventually you're going to be adult and that'll create a problem if it's a habit for you. By the same token, if you're a child, you know, a 10-year-old, do you really, would you want to be left alone to do your schoolwork by yourself uh, in that house for eight hours? Um, I wouldn't, you know. I wouldn't uh, Yeah, so I, I've just found that, that that golden rule principle is surprisingly helpful in management and how you might say things, how you form a letter, how you parent how you think about what you're trying to do to get your kids ready uh, for life. You know, that's why you can sometimes look beyond the moment. Um, you know, I was um, not obese, but close. I was husky as a kid, which meant I was as wide as I was tall. Mm -hmm. You know, at first diet I went on, I was 10 years old, grapefruit diet, you know. And so, yeah. I, you know, and, and I know mother meant well, but we had sweet tea with lemon in it and, all the food you could have, and anytime you want to get it, get Fig Newtons or candies or cereals or whatever, and just had food all the time. Food, any food I wanted. And as a result, I was way too big for what I needed to be. Um, that's not doing anybody a favor. It, ha it makes me happy in the short run, but if you're thinking, would I want to be that? Would I want to invite my kids to be obese, picked on, told they're fat, they waddle in their sports instead of actually run. You know, you start thinking this through, you can get a more mature perspective by looking at longer term, how would I want to be treated if I were in that situation? That and sense? would you say, yeah, and would you say that's the total opposite of sort of a victim mentality? That would be the opposite. Now let's take a little pause in the show and talk about how Homeschooling Made Easy is sponsored by the Modern League of Teacher Mothers. This like-minded homeschooling membership site is committed to laying a strong foundation. By going back to the basics, children not only thrive, but it gives parents freedom and time to focus on their younger children and other responsibilities. You will have access to video courses, monthly training, live support, and much more. 
Visit sustainablehomeschooling.com schoolhouse for more information. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah, so, so tell me what you think about, what do you mean by victim mentality? Well, like you're, at, you're taking responsibility and being mature and, you know, how treating others the way you'd want to be treated, would you want this instead of like, it's not my fault, I'm this way and I'm just a victim of, you know, this is how they made me, this is how I grew up and just kind of going off in that direction. Yeah, it's probably, it, you know, it's anti-narcissistic. I guess I'm going to mention this word a few times. It's anti-self-absorbed. Uh, mm -hmm. So with some maturity, you're able to look at the other person's viewpoint. You're able to see where they're coming from, where you're coming from. Our bias is to think we totally excuse our sinful behavior to yes. ourselves. You know, I was under duress. I had blood sugar problems. Trains were running late to Chicago. I lost that book. And then there was that bad smell from the neighbor's garbage. And who else? You know, that's why I took the bat and beat the car up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I had reasons. But when other people do it, well, they're crazy and evil. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So if we can kind of grow up a smidge and have a little more perspective and try to really understand each other, uh, we can forgive each other. We can make sense of some things with each other. Uh, most people aren't purely evil. You may think that, but that's not what's going on. In fact, most people, if you had gone through their experiences in life, you'd probably be pretty tempted to behave like they do uh, when, when it's dysfunctional, that kind of thing. And that's where we, as you and I were talking beforehand about want to have some sense of virtue that we're trying to grow in. What are we trying to develop? What are we trying to grow in? How are we trying to mature? What are we striving to uh, a little more than, than we were today, you know? Right. So, and so I would say, yeah, it's, it's not, it's definitely not a victim. And you know, the victim game is I'm a victim, I'm a martyr, or it might be a blame game, but, but, uh, you know, a bully is victimizing, but they're in the same category. Self-absorbed, right? Narcissistic. Sure, they're right. Sure, the other person deserves the evil that's being done to them by the bully. So there's probably a category of these things that are fundamentally, you know, whatever you want to call it, but self-absorbed is pretty good. You don't, you're not using the ability to empathize, to understand another person's viewpoint, another situation. You're just obsessed on what you want as though, you know, God died and left you in charge. Right. And just, I was thinking right now, you were talking about virtue and everything, how, you know, you've heard this, that we are pretty much the average of the five closest people around us. So that's why, like you said, modeling as parents, it's so important to be one of those five people. And so if a child is left alone, who do they really have? Because they're not in school, they're not in group settings, they're by themselves. Who are these five people that are gonna be around them day in and day out all the time? And I think a lot of times what happens is, you know, they seek other sources like the internet and these chat rooms and Reddit boards, and they can sure. lead to and porn really bad. and all kinds of yes. stuff. Bad right. situation. So you, at least for, you need the parents for a variety of reasons, but to be that, like you said, model in the home and um, still supervised, even if they are doing the work 
on their own. Right. Know? It's meant to not burn us out, but <laughs> it's, it's well, not a and, license and, to check out. Right. Yeah. And and we might, um, you know, we might want to take to heart something like Proverbs twenty nine fifteen. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get into a debate about it. The rod and reproof give wisdom. We can talk about rods, but certainly reproof, challenge, correction, right? Yes. Give wisdom. But a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. Yes. So, you know, left to go their own way, left to themselves, um, not a good thing. And, mm -hmm. and especially if you have a child that has a personality that's more aggressive, more bullish, um, if you don't get a grip on that by the time they're four, it's pretty tough. I'm just going by the statistics I'm aware of pretty tough to get that back you know they've got to learn to quote share get along restrain themselves a little bit treat others the way they want to be treated thank you exactly yes. <laughs> yeah so, so we're coming okay. to the end I, of this is it okay episode? me mention the bible is that of okay of course okay. <laughs> yes wouldn't stop me i just want to make sure so in conclusion you know what would we tell the single parent in a nice way how this is not a good idea. We talk about, like you said, principles and treating others the way you want to be treated and focusing on Yeah, all, the all those things are good. Here's what I'd say to her if I were talking to her. I'd say, um, I, I would want to invite her to look for a third answer. Mm -hmm. So one answer is I can dump the kid in a public domain and let him be corrupted if she doesn't like the schools or whatever uh, I can have the kid alone and trying to do it at home I would say you need to look for a third answer because abandoning the child and you going and doing it that's nothing you want to do either no no mom that's interested in their child and you wouldn't you wouldn't we wouldn't have this conversation if you weren't interested in your child because you're talking about homeschooling and all the rest you already know that commitment that game so you're already there and these options are not good choices so why pretend they're the only options why not poke around look for some other options a third answer a third path and and we hinted at you know some options earlier like teaming up with a family uh, you know it might be go to work it might be being able to do some work at home it might be a different kind of job it might be um a different kind of co-op that, that has a cooperative game to it. Uh, it might be you do school in a different context. So the boy does, you know, the child does something else during some kind of period of time. And when you're there, school is done that way. I don't know. But mm -hmm. there are a lot of options. You haven't exhausted them. But I would, that's what I'd say. I'd say go off and pray, think, counsel, ask, brainstorm, what are you going to do, looking for a third option than just the, kind of the two that are in front of us. Yes, I think that's that's great. Cause I think, you know, our tendency could be just towards criticism, right? When we're talking, we talked about that in the last episode. Um, when you're inviting someone, their opinion and thinking about it, it's easy to be critical, but asking yeah. about giving that third option. Thinking yeah, about what's their advice? Options. Go to some people and say, what's your advice? Don't yeah. say what's your opinion, say what's your advice? Yes. And that using that phrase, what's your advice, invites them to own what they're going to tell you. What's yes, your opinion? Exactly. They're just going to look for what's wrong. 
and beat you up. Yes, that's a good point. What's your advice? <laughs> okay, great Have question. Have I not walked you through that? Yeah, I don't think we really discussed it a lot. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we'll have to bring it up more. Thank you for listening to the Homeschooling Made Easy podcast. If you have a question that you would like for us to answer on a future episode, please email us at homeschoolingpodcast at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed the show, please share with a friend who you think would be interested in this content or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.